All right, everybody, welcome back to another installment of the All About It podcast. It's your main man, Bennett, back here and again. And with me, as always, it's Ariel. <laughs> that one touched me at my core. Oh, gosh. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> I need to do more of that. I guess so. I think so. <laughs> okay, yeah. Anyway, well, here we are. It's another beautiful day in Southern oh, California. Gorgeous. And what... Oh can be said that hasn't already been said that's a little too gorgeous you know what i'm saying and we here we are heat wave in the house with the windows closed and not a fan in sight windows closed close on don't know why i am i'm sweating i'm fully sweating <laughs> kind of annoyed <laughs> not gonna lie <laughs> F- fully hot and bothered by it oh yeah you know but it's episode blah, 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 blah. What episode is it? Do you know? It's episode more than 30, less than 40. That's pretty good, I gotta say. We're in the mid-30s now. We're like a mid-30-year-old. We're trying to save up for a mortgage or something. I do have to say that when you told me how many people are listening recently, I was like, I need, you know, should I reel it in or just keep going? I think you should never reel it in. Yeah, you should right. just cast, keep casting it out. Cast that spell. Keep casting it out like a fisher woman. <laughs> fisher king? Fisher queen. Yeah, there you go. What is today's episode all about? It's all about going on a road trip. So the thing about road trips is... <laughs> it's like toned it down. Now, road tripping is what we just done did it. Yep. We did that. We're going to let you in on all those secrets. Road tripping is very, very fun, highly recommended, and can be a cost-efficient way to go on a pseudo-vacation. There you go. You trade time for your money you get to keep some of the money you add time to the drive right stopping for gas stopping for food just beautiful stop, views stopping for the beautiful views etc <laughs> we're gonna go through all the weird towns and i already have a a little tidbit about that where did we begin our trip oceanside home base you know what i'm saying we took the eight or I eight, as some people like to say, I five to, to California. Five, yeah. we took the five the. to when you, the eight. When you put the in front of a highway, you're already off to a bad start. Yeah, I'm sorry. And but we I'm do not, that. Yeah, we get on the five down to the eight. Oh, take the eight, cut over to the to the seven, the fifteen <laughs> up to the ten, over to the nine. Get over on the four oh four, and that's all wrong. But all of a sudden, you're on that seventeen, going on the seventeen over to the three oh two. When we were on the eight, once you pass San Diego County and County, <laughs> and you are on the outskirts, there are white sand dunes, and it's kind of creepy. Do you remember that? That was one of the craziest things I'd ever seen in my entire life like i was so shooketh that i didn't even take pictures or video or anything we're living staring you know san diego it's very close to desert landscape sierra nevadas etc joshua tree up north you know but this isn't those kind of deserts those deserts resemble like the arizona new mexico desert very dry very arid landscape but there you don't get like the yellow white sandy beaches like in the sahara sahara or in like you know oregon Oh, God. But then there we are, there it was, and we were there as one together, this white, sandy hills of sand. It was kind of creepy. It's very cool. And, of course, you know what I thought, my first thought when I saw that? What? I was like, I bet they got a bunch of stuff under that sand. 
Yeah. Government. Yeah. Computers. Secret. <laughs> Alien tech. Guys with thick glasses. Going, mm, yes, I indubitably. Mm, they're scared of these white sand dunes. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I thought. I thought it was like, these are way, there's way, this sand's weird. Yeah, it's too weird. It's very weird. It's too weird. And then like, it was also manicured in some areas. Looked almost too manicured. Yeah. Looked like they got like a secret bunker. Yeah. Little bunker in there with the Area 51 little guys running Ew. around going, you know, beep boop, beep boop. Oh my God. <laughs> well, after we passed that, it was all about that Yuma, Arizona wherein we got chick-fil-a <laughs> and i had only had it once and you know for as hyped up as everybody seems to make it i wasn't a hundred percent overwhelmed with joy from that meal were you because i kind of i don't know there was something about that chicken sandwich that just didn't blow my ass off as chick- i like to say chick-fil-a they spelled filet wrong yeah Filet. I think there's like an apostrophizer in there. But honestly, what would you give it out of 10? About a six or a seven. Yeah. Do you think it was that location or do you think that that's all Chick-fil-A's? Both. Okay. Both. Okay. I think that was a good location. When I rolled the window down, I actually melted. <laughs> it was a tough it's place. It's 105. Yeah, it's one of those places in the middle of nowhere where you're like, okay, do you do uh, well, Chick-fil-A or do you do Burger King? Yeah. Yeah. The king of burgers or do you do mcdonald's which mcdonald's is there's so many of them right and, so and we've we've been there and we've done that <laughs> yeah we have their fries are well documented yeah you know they got so, probably some of the best fries in the game i agree when you're on a road trip it's customary to stop at one of these very greasy uh old timey establishments that you know with the chicken nuggets and whatnot and I mean, where you go is a big indicator, I think, of the kind of person you are and the kind of life you want to live. Yeah. Because if you're a healthy eater, you don't stop at any of those places. Well, then where, what do you pack little like pieces of uh, strawberry? Yeah, and, they like, do. Tupperware. And yeah. People pack. Grapes? Yes. People pack a cooler full of healthy snacks and that's what they have on their road trip. And well, that's I fine. I yeah, commend I commend you. Lesser beings like Ariel and I, we like to attend a place where they got the greasy food. You know what else I like to do? Fill up my 32-ounce water bottle with pre-workout. <laughs> Still going strong, guys. Could not disagree with you more on that sentiment. Because <laughs> the last thing I want to do is take some pre-workout and then sit still for the next eight hours. Hey, that's what I want to do. And that's also why I was you... doing air drums. and. God, it makes you pee. <laughs> Stuff really makes you pee. Nothing like having to go pee in a car that ain't stopping for at least an hour to think, you know what? I'm going to be the one to invent a portable peeing device. Can I can I do a side note? Of course. That has nothing to do with the road trip. You held the record last night in the middle of the night for longest pee I've ever. Oh, thank you. I've thank you. ever. Yes, yes, I. Woke me up. Kept me up. <laughs> Okay, so back to leaving Chick-fil-A. Didn't miss a drop. 100% of it went into the toilet. One zero zero percentage symbol of pee. Okay, so we got back on the 8, continued on to Sedona. (laughs) That was our landing zone for the night. I guess we should say, I mean, 
did we kind of mention maybe where we even were traveling to the the scope of this trip is leaving oceanside california driving south towards san diego cutting across the eight for about six hours or so on the eight desert landscape and you cut up north on this other thing and then get up into sedona which is in the state of Arizona. Arizona is a great, the great state of Arizona, right next to the great state of Nevada, baby. Right Below. next to the other great state of New Mexico. Who's with me? Those three desert states. Who lives there? I don't know. I don't want to know. But in case I do know you or will eventually know you, hey, you got a mighty fine desert state. I want to know you. Here's. Love the taco time cactuses you guys got. We were passing cactuses that I couldn't even comprehend. I've never seen cactuses like this they in the wild. They look like cactuses from a Disney animated feature of about a talking, sassy cactus. It looks like someone drew them, took them off the page, and plopped them into Arizona. Plopped them. <laughs> Just took a nice big plop. All right. <laughs> Ow, that's a cactus. We met our potty talk quota for the, for the episode. I'm just getting cr- warmed up. <laughs> Even before I said warm, I was warming up before I even warmed up. <laughs> okay, moving on. I don't even think we said where our final destination was. Still. Moving through Sedona, through the desert, up to the town of Durango. but Colorado. But before we get to Durango, Colorado, from Sedona, we have to go through Mexican Hat. Oh my God, you guys. We had to go through a little town called... <laughs> Mexican hat. These tiny towns on the reservation were just like they say that this like, you know, when you see a sign on the road and you've been driving for a long time and it's like, oh, Mexican hat is in 97 miles. And you think to yourself, wow, I wonder what Mexican hat is going to be like. And then you go through it and there's approximately one thing there. And then you're done. I was going to say, you know, you know how I knew that we went through Mexican hat was the sign that said now leaving Mexican hat. <laughs> I was like, I was like, shit. I was, I wanted to check out Mexican hat, but. But no. I, I just saw it through the rear view after I saw the sign that said now leaving Mexican hat. So beyond that, we made our way up to Sedona. Shout out to all the good denizens and citizens of Mexican hat. What's a denizen? I don't know, but you got horrible reception out there, so I doubt you can listen to anything out there. <laughs> but, you know, you download it somewhere else. It's not 3G. Else, you download it somewhere else. You go back to Mexican hat, listen to All About Podcasts with me and Matt Bennett. There you we, go. We got, uh, we've been to your pl- house. Probably. And it was a single story. <laughs> I thought it was nice. Yeah. So, Sedona. Do you want to talk about Sedona? Sure, yeah. It was stunning. What can be said about Sedona that hasn't already been said about a, you know, an M.C. Escher uh, painting? It was so gorgeous. I couldn't even handle. I couldn't. I didn't have enough hands to take pictures with. Do you remember how I was reacting when we started driving into it? Yes. It was overwhelming. Thank God you were driving because I was having... Let's an describe, you just describe the landscape in and around the city of Sedona in three words. You do it, and then I'll do it. You go first. I'm going to say colorful. Okay, that was one that I was going to use. Unique. Fine. <laughs> and surprising. Surprising, unique, and colorful. I like those. Those are good. Thanks. I, I like that. Okay. 
my three also I'm going to say, um, I'm not going to say colorful. All right. Bring you, it. Because you said it. And you know, it's really only like two colors. It was a lot of green and a lot of red. Love it. So where's the purple and magenta and I mean, actually and at teal? sunset. There was some. Yeah. Some, some blush. Oh, no. This particular night, it was a little stormy. <laughs> a little stormy had some lightning there. So Dona, my three words are not colorful. Um, no, I'll, I'm just kidding. I'll take that again. My three words for Sedona are red, uh, Arizona, not cheap. Yeah, not cheap. <laughs> are those are those, are those well, words? Well, no. Nope. I'm not good at this. I'm, and I, I set the rules too. Damn. So we got a hotel right in the middle of like the downtown area or what you would call the downtown area, Near I guess. Near one of the best roundabout... Round, I'm taking it again, right near one of the best roundabouts I've ever driven through. Go on. And it was a pretty good price, gotta say. But everything else was pretty outlandish, and I didn't expect that. It was like New York City prices. It was more than I anticipated. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. So there was that we were recommended a very popular gelato place to go to and when we were done with our little dinner and drink situation we ended up going up to the gelato place at 8 15 on a thursday 8 15 on a thursday I th- yeah it was thursday it's 8 15 p.m thursday sedona 80 degrees out very temperate very nice very nice. Walkable in dusk. Continue. That gelato place was closed. 100% closed. We even pulled into a parking space and I called them as I watched the inside like a creep and made sure that no one answered the phone because we had a buy one get one free. And I was very disappointed. Have you ever been somewhere and you Google it and they tell you what hours of are their operation their hourly they close at 10 yeah 10 so 10 p.m so they weren't though no so it's false advertising they probably closed at eight because we it was would, a ghost town we have never nor will we ever throw a business or brand or person or entity under the bus <laughs> that being said if you google sedona and gelato you'll probably find a place that says they close at 10 o'clock <laughs> but they were closed at 8 15 p.m and I assume it's for a good reason, probably for you know a good what? reason. Maybe short-staffed. Maybe it's a holiday there. <laughs> I'm not embarrassed to say that we ended up going to Baskin-Robbins, and I was the only person that got something. You didn't even get anything. Oh, my God. You know what? I, I did get something. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I got a fun experience <laughs> going to Baskin and Robbins. I haven't been there since I was a kid. Me either, but we walked in, and they were mopping, mopping and I felt horrible. Yeah, dirty shoes. But I had had a martini, and I was like, I need peanut butter You started like tap, kind of tap dancing throughout their store, and I could see I every like tap dancing throughout. Every I went to the step, rim. Every step you took. I went to the left, rim. Left a perfect oh god okay. brown nope. dirt shoe mark on that newly polished or that's not true mo- mopped floor. You're that's, exaggerating. I, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. You're exaggerating. So I didn't tap dance. I went to the brim and I very. What is the brim? The you, rim. You, do you mean the counter? <laughs> yeah. Like the sneeze guard covering the ice cream. Calling that the brim. I went to See? the edge. I went to the ice cream's edge where the attendant said, what can I help you have? 
call him? <laughs> I, I went to know. the brim. <laughs> sneeze guard. Yeah, so you don't sneeze all I'm over crying. their cream. I'm crying. And sorbet. They okay. also have a great sorbet selection. All right, don't Baskin push Robbins, you. hey, we're, we're there for you. You were open. Don't push your luck. I'll throw you under the bus. Oh, I called and made sure they were open. Trust me. So that all happened. We had a great night. We watched Parent Trap. And it's a long movie. You know what? If you like say four acts, five anything acts. else about it's like it, they're not friends. That's act one. And then they are friends. Act two. They switch spots. Act three. They, the parents figure it out. Act four. And then act five. It's like it's this, this movie just keeps going. And they go camping with the, the new mom. And then there's more. There's like 20 minutes even after that. Anything else before I have a heart attack? God, Lindsay. Where did you go, Joe DiMaggio? Oh, Greece. So, Sedona, you were great. I have to say it was stunning. We did go up for sunset before the ice cream adventure. We went up for sunset. And it's this airport overlook. Sedona has an airport, and it's way up on this hill, overlooks the whole town, and we found it on Yelp, and basically it's just this little dirt, it's not even a path, it's like a little area where you can park, and it costs like, what was it, $3 to park? Yeah. $3 to park, the guy doesn't even look at you, he just takes your money, and he just knows your car is good. Listening to Leonard Skinner. Yeah, his dog looked more responsible. His dog probably talked. They they looked the same. Him, you know, when owners look like their dogs. (laughs) Yeah, dogs look like their owners. That that was the good combo. Like two old dogs collecting three dollars a car. He was the kind of guy where, like, he had a mustache that was so long it like affected his speech. He was like, "Oh, thank you." He got to like wipe the mustache away (laughs) because it's in his mouth. He's like chewing on it. Yeah, so. We parked and then we went over to the area to check out Sunset. We were super early and, you know, I have every camera on me. I'm going, I'm squatting, I'm getting different angles. So, like, anyone who's around who's also checking it out is well aware of, like, my situation. They know that I'm trying to get those shots and, you know, Hubbin is taking pictures of me. I'm taking pictures of him. We're having a good time. And... Right around the time that the sun was going down, this couple comes up to us, and it's like this guy, he looked like his name would be like Xander or something. Yeah. Like, he had this selfie GoPro type gadget. <laughs> yes. Can you describe Xander for the audience well, at home? I want to say what he, okay, yeah, I'll describe him first. Basically, like, long blonde hair, but kind of mullet-y, but his roots were coming in and he needs a touch-up. You know what I mean? So he had, like, three shades of hair yeah, color. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But he needed a touch-up if he does bleach it. Like, I think he does. Frosted tips? Frosted tips. Definitely puka shell kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Shirt was unbuttoned a little too low for my taste. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not for mine, but go on. Uh, Cargo pants rolled up skate shoes mm-hmm. um shoes with he- no socks hemp bracelets i repeat shoes with no socks <laughs> so anyway he walks up to us with his girlfriend whoever it was and he goes she had green hair he, they go hey guys uh do you want a a one world picture and i'm like what is that and he showed me his phone and it was like that a picture selfie of them two yeah in front of the the sunset view of sedona 
And you could like move around the world, but they were like on top of the world. It's a 360 panoramic picture taker. So it's like a selfie taker that makes a 360 degree <laughs> yeah. panoramic image. It's it's not a dumb idea. No, I think no, it's no, a cool no. idea. And like not bagging on Xander or anything, but he was like, hey, do you, Super bagging. do you guys want one for yourselves and I'll send it to you? And I was like no thank you like immediately i'm super turned off i don't like giving out my information i knew that he was going to ask for my number to text it to myself you know what i mean because it's on his phone i think xander and his his girlfriend or the person who's i think they were swingers that's what you said to me after they left and i was like what because he was looking what? at me like he wanted to have sex with me. no you... <laughs> had nothing to do with you it had everything to do with me he looked at me and he's like hey you want to play with my thing so that's the that's the impression that I got. Hey, I'm just telling it like it is. We are in Sedona. And he did not look like he was from Sedona. He looked like he was from Santa Cruz or something. <laughs> he looked like he was straight from a festival at Coachella. Swing and a miss. Okay, well, they were very nice. It was a nice I... view. Worth the $3. Worth the $3. Yeah, it pay was... $1 for the view. $1 for hanging out with Zandu for a minute and uh, a dollar being with you, babe. Oh. Yeah, and helping out. We own another dollar for taking pictures of that couple from New York. Oh, yeah. This They were a really sweet couple from New yeah. York. They were like, hey, can we take your picture? Can we take your picture? And they we're, basically... We're like, yeah, dude. That's not how they sounded at all. <laughs> this... And this other couple came up to us and they asked if I could take their picture because they saw me with my camera and... He had an SLR, so I was like, oh, I can, you know, I can use your camera or whatever. And I, of course, turned it into a full-on portrait session for them. I was, like, doing, I was, like, getting down low, getting up close, you know, like, telling them to hug and stuff. And then when he, when he got the camera from me, I was like, hey, will you take some iPhone pictures of us? As in Hubbin and I. And... He was and he was doing it, and he's like, "Oh, where where's the hug?" And then that's how we got that picture of us that I posted at that lookout, which I photoshopped a woman out of the back who was looking straight at the camera, and it's quite the before and after. Gotta say, <laughs> I really wish that you would post. Maybe you can do the before and after to the all about <laughs> Instagram, just yeah. even like in a story, so people can know some of your photoshopping yeah. chops, mm -hmm. your photo chopping chops. Yeah, I mean, you took a very unhappy older gal that was photobombing the hell out of that pic lovely pic of you and me by the way she was looking straight into the camera and, and she smiling a, a little bit no she wasn't she was making a face like i hate you and i hate myself why am i and here why of, are you here i'm full of hate and i want to eat you because <laughs> i'm a witch from a freaking another dimension <laughs> that's the face she was making I'm being nice. I'm being so. I'm being, nice. I'm being really nice. Okay, right now, so these are all the like, you know, backlog stories. I will Photoshop you into the Netherverse, witch. <laughs> Sorry, what? We saw the sunset. It was gorgeous. There was some lightning. There was some thunder. There was a little bit of rain in between, and then that's when we went onward to dinner lightning at Tabasco Robbins. With the thunder, right? And then we got up in the morning and started making our way to. Durango Town, which was also very beautiful. Went through Flagstaff. But that day wasn't as dramatic of scenery as Sedona, I would say. Because I've been to Durango. You hadn't been yet. We did drive through Monument Valley, 
and Monument Valley right. is a is a beautiful uh, stretch. We thought it was a little bigger. I totally forgot. And, well, exactly, because we we knew we were in it, in the middle of it, right. while we were driving, and it was beautiful weather. It's like 115 degrees. My external thermometer was saying on yep. my car, and like I opened my window to get some quote unquote fresh air. It's just hotter. And I got quote unquote smacked in the effing face by sand dust devil demons that wanted to take my soul through my own breath and all i wanted was some fresh air thanks monument valley was it a monument for monument for hot ass air anyway it's probably monument for something else really nice it was beautiful obviously monument valley monument valley was gorgeous i completely just was in another world when we went through it it was kind of eerie yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely reminded me of the movie City Slickers. Mm-hmm. If you're ever familiar with that movie with Billy Crystal and Bruno Kirby and oh, yeah. Jack Valance and <laughs> Daniel Stern and that's all I got. I can guarantee 65% of the people listening don't know what you're talking about. John Lovitz was in the sequel. John Lovitz does a great job. Jack Valance comes back in the sequel. That's a spoiler. Jeez, that's such a big spoiler. Oh, God. Okay. Well, I know people out there are like, God, man, I was really planning on watching City Slickers 2, Revenge of Curly's Gold, but that spoiler might have derailed you. So Monument Valley had me feeling all sorts of things. It was a short drive-by, little drive-by, and definitely looking forward to those pictures. I'm going to get on that soon. Yeah, that was... God's country. Oh, God. so we were talking about that. I was like, what constitutes God's country? God's country. But like, what exactly does that mean? That's tough. Yeah. I mean, I have to look that up. Probably Google it. Right, right. Probably Google it. Right. I think, uh, well, what comes to mind for me is the idea that this place is so picturesque, so beautiful just in the scenery alone and also untouched unfettered by modern civilization mm. just you look and it's just nature natural yeah. it's done been this way since forever time Beautiful. ago and it's this then this image this sunset this aurora borealis this thing that's transcends time and space like people from a thousand years ago saw the same thing and they saw it maybe the same way that to me is god's country that was beautifully there said. There you go. I don't like to believe that God's country is just uh, something to do with people that believe in God. I think it. it Who knows? Tra- I think it transcends that. I think it's more like this place is so picturesque that it'll it makes you believe in the idea of God because it's so majestic. Well, I'm gonna look it up. So <laughs> that's that's where that's what I think it means. Probably wrong, but that's what I think. After Monument Valley. We, well, I'm trying to, actually, I'm trying to think, what did we, we didn't really pull over and get anything to eat that day. We we just had our snacks. We did. Because as soon as we got to Durango, we went to a brewery, the Ska. The Ska Brewery. It was, Brewery? The Ska Brewery. <laughs> it was so good. So good. Great brewery. Great in, beer. Near Durango. Yes. Great Durango. beer. Affordable. Good food. Fun location. You know, we come from a place here in San Diego and around San Diego. We're kind of known for our microbreweries. We have so many microbreweries around here. So. Little hidden gems. It was good to go to one in Colorado. And gosh, that beer was. And good food too. Tasty beer. So the reason we were in Durango 
is because we were visiting my soul sister, Marissa, her husband, Kyle, and their amazingly just no words, their two-year-old son, Vaughn, who I'm obsessed with. A.K.A. Garage Door. A.K.A. Garage Door. I am obsessed with Vaughn. Everything he did, I was like, you are my everything, (laughs) basically. Very cute kid. So we hung out with them all weekend. It was so fun. We went out on their boat. We went to Navajo Lake, which is like part New Mexico, part Colorado. It was gorgeous. I felt like no one else was out there. You don't even know what state you're in. Yeah, you don't even know what state you're in. Okay. You don't even know what state it is in. And it was perfect weather the entire time. And then the next day, we went to Uray and Telluride. Where we saw, what's her name? Walking the streets? Emily Radjanagari. Emily Radjanagari. Emrata on Instagram. There's a, a woman named Emily who uh, has a very substantial Instagram following. I think she was in town for some sort of film festival. Yeah, the Telluride Film Festival was happening while we were there. And while we were waiting for our pizza on the sidewalk, Marissa goes, she's like, I'm not really, really great with famous people, but I think that's a... Uh, I think that's like an Instagram star. I think she's famous. And she was totally right. And I was like, well, you are great with them then. Because I had no, I had no <laughs> idea. I see. I, she yeah. totally, she called it from a mile away. Totally. I knew, I saw her face as well. And I had kind of that same feeling of, you know, that un, right. unsuredness or uncertainty, but pretty sure. And then I heard this other group of people and they solidified it. This yeah. group of guys and this lady were like, oh yeah, that's totally her. Emirata. And then they're all looking out on their phones and stuff. And then one of them goes, "Oh my God, she's such a smoke show. I wonder smoke what she's. Show. I wonder what she's doing in Telluride." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, then the, yeah, that's definitely." Oh, and I like creeped her story, and sure enough, she's she was in Colorado. So that was that was funny because she passed our group, and she looked me dead in the eye and gave me like a smirk. Oh, she probably follows you. Probably likes you. Oh, she doesn't. I checked. You know what's interesting about all that is we spent a gr- we just spent approximately uh, 30, 40 seconds talking about that. But you know what was way more important and a better memory for me was the pizza that we had. Oh, from the, the baby dog pizzeria or whatever. Something dog, happy dog, slappy dog, sleepy dog. Oh, it's something, something dog. dog pizzeria. Yeah. And, oh my word, that pizza. Have you ever had pizza? Oh my God, it's so good. And then have you ever had really good pizza? Oh my God, it's really good. <laughs> And then have you ever had that pizza with, and you're just like, um, and you're like making noises. Don't make mouth noises, please. Oh my God, I'm so hungry. Oh my God. I'm so hungry. I'm sitting here just, what are we even doing? Well, this one had just globs in the best way. Oh, we're still talking about the pizza. No, I just want to say one thing about the pizza. (laughs) It had globs of. Ricotta. Come on. Ricotta? Is it ricotta or ricotta? What? Ricotta. It had globs of white cheese on it. <laughs> that made you go, oh my God, I can't even remember so... that girl from Instagram's name. This pizza is so good. Oh, so good. Oh, man. And then we went to Uray and went to the Natural Hot Springs and I lost my mind. And it was so fun. It was just the, it was the best, most perfectly curated weekend in Colorado. We had the best time, best company. Their house is so cool. It's in the woods. There's nothing like it. I miss it already. So when we left, we went a different way to come home and we wanted to do the whole trip in one day, which is a whole other conversation. So we woke up at five 
I slammed some pre-workout, self-admittedly, and I started driving. (laughs) But you were like awake, kind of, like for the first little bit, and you were like giving me like half asleep notes on like what (laughs) what I should be doing. Like you're like, this is a roundabout, go all the way through it. You're like, this stop sign lights green like you you weren't all you were kind of sleeping but you were also you were like half asleep backseat I was like, driving yeah, i was a, i was fully asleep but simultaneously backseat driving from the front seat but like everything you were saying was right like i'd be asleep i'd be snoring and then i would just like wake up for just three seconds long enough for me to go yeah it's a yield it's not a stop sign it's a yield go go and then i would just back to snore again it's a yellow go go through the yellow go 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 okay <laughs> I have to why, say. Or I'd, be, or I'd wake up and be like, why are, you, why are you going so slow? Speed up. You can speed up here. You just drive faster. <laughs> <laughs> I remember he was, he was. I was. I was trying to sleep. I couldn't sleep. Yeah. I don't know. So I was driving in the morning on my pre-workout. I'm, you know, I'm pounding through. No music, no podcasts, by the way. I was trying to be respectful of your little sleeping ears, and even the, though you weren't asleep. And the sun has yet to rise. Right. Yes. So I'm driving and... I'm getting to the point where we're going to hit four corners, which is where Utah, Colorado, New Mexico, and Arizona meet. It's a famous landmark in the great United States. It's it's a monument. Did you know that? It's I mean, a it's yeah. a his, it's considered a historical monument. And I got to pee. So, we're driving. I got to go. To be fair as what? well. They, I mean, it is a monument. I think it's a monument for really really lazy topographical geographical whatever whoever was designing right. it they they could have worked that out a little bit better you know what i mean well that wasn't the point of me saying that it's like a full-on national oh, no. monument. and you had to pee did you pee so, all, did you pee in four states at once no here's my point i was thinking to myself and assuming which is my fault that four corners would be like this big grand thing that you drive through and there's like <laughs> clean restrooms a little corner store like a uh, four corner guy going, "Hey everybody, welcome yeah. to welcome to all of them, all four of them." Here yeah, we are. I did. I Go did. Pee on all of them. <laughs> little guy, old middle. Okay, you're on a good one today. Not like not a short person, not a little person, but like still smaller than you. All right, that would that's that's quite all right. <laughs> I, I drove through. Okay, I didn't even drive through because you were asleep. By the way. And behind me, it was really cool because the sun was coming up just over the mountains. And I'm in this place where there is nothing around me. And there are no cars passing me. No one's behind me. No one's like, I need to get around you because you're going 75, but I want to go 90. Like, there was none of that. I felt so chill and like... I didn't need to take any pictures. I was just in the moment driving in silence and it was really cool. I just wanted to say that. So I'm driving and I think I'm going to pass four corners and it's going to be this big celebration. And everyone's going to be like, here's a bathroom. Here's here's coffee. Like, please come in. We've been waiting. It's We've... All, all of my family for generations was waiting for me <laughs> and the gates opened. So here's the problem. It was 7 a.m. And oh, ain't nothing open. And I pass where you turn and I look to my right where I would turn to go in and it's like these big gates are closed. And I'm like, that was it. That was my grand entrance to Four Corners and I passed it and then the next sign was like, 
Mexican hat, 100 miles. Coming back for you, Mexican hat. <laughs> and good for a Mexican hat calling itself Mexican hat. Yeah, I love it. As opposed to like the town of Sombrero. Oh, hey, you know? you know why? Because there are there's like a very cool rock formation that looks like a hat just outside of Mexican hat. Did you see it? I, I, I didn't. You totally missed it. Totally there was also it. a rock formation where it was called Baby Rocks. We're coming back, Mexican hat. You hear me? We're coming back, baby. Let's call the city council Mexican hat. Okay. Let so there's, there was a little portion of rocks called Baby Rocks. <laughs> but you were asleep and I was like, Bargles, wake up. Look, it's Baby Rocks. You were so annoyed that I was like pointing something out to you. You were like grumbling and drooling and you're like, I can't, I can't look. Like we passed it and you totally missed it. It was right around the time that cop was behind me for like 30 minutes and you were like in and out of consciousness, but I was like clenching the wheel even though I wasn't doing anything wrong. It just, you know, that feeling of a cop being behind you and you're just like, uh, like he's going to pull me over for no reason, but why? Well, and people should know. When yeah, we had on, California plates in the reservation. If so. you are traveling this great land of ours, and I can't implore you enough to get in your car or SUV or truck or other form of automobile and just go, baby, just because there's so much. Wherever you are, you're less than 10 hours away from something incredible that you've never seen before. That's a, a fact. Basically, oh, yeah. wherever you are in this country, that's how amazing this our land is. You know, So we have this drive, though, and if you're in a, if you have California plates and you are not in California, you need to remember that. Yeah. <laughs> because they want they I think they that want there's, you. There's a concerted effort to to take you down. To get you. To, to get you, you California Hollywood boy. We're gonna get you here in the desert. And at the same time, there are people out there that are driving 100, 110 miles an hour. You know, once they're cutting that line for you, then yeah, I mean, you don't need to be going seventy in a seventy. Yeah. Please don't. Yeah. At least if you are, I'm going to pass you. I kept it very cool. I was either going speed limit or like three or four above on on a cruise control, which, by the way, is awesome. Have you ever been pulled over in your life? Yeah. For speeding? Uh, For speeding? No, not for speeding. What would you get pulled over for? I got pulled over for making an illegal U-turn, and I had a bride in the backseat. That's a whole other story. Oh, okay. And it's because the person in front of me did it and I saw the cop and I kind of had like a weird freak out moment and I don't know why I did what I did Hmm. and he ended up pulling me over. But the bride was my saving grace because she was like, I'm late to my wedding and I was like practically in tears because it was my fault. All right, you guys need to go. Yeah, he he just gave me a slap on the wrist. So that was one. And then no, that is the only time I've gotten pulled over, actually. Yeah, pretty lucky. that's, That's it. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. I got pulled over once in Carlsbad. Yep. Carlsbad, California. Many, many years ago. Going 83 in a 65. That's a little fast. It's a bad morning. Yeah. That you know, wasn't just good. Wasn't, wasn't a happy, happy morning, happy baby morning. Just driving to work, hated my job. And I had to be in the car with you because we only had one car and I had to take the car from you. So you were, you were driving, but I was dropping you off. Anyway, that was... Learned a lot. Yeah. Learned a lot talking to that cop. He didn't want to give me a ticket. He said, listen, if you're going to speed, do it in the fast lane. But when you go from the fast lane to the slow lane, don't do it in one go. Because 
we'll get you. That wasn't good. And I was, and you know what? I think the ticket was only like a hundred bucks or hundred. That's not good. I know, wasn't that? You're bad? saying only like that's cheap. Just saying. That's a know? lot of money. Going eighty three in and around this part of California is pretty customary. Like it's not crazy to be going a little over eighty miles an hour. But I was being very reckless, and I was twenty two. I will mention that you've toned it down since that time. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's just don't. When you're changing lanes, don't change them one at a time. Tangentville. So we're driving back from Durango and we did make it home on the same day. But I will say that by the time we got home, I was like completely delirious and I got a really good PR package and I cried because it was so nice. (laughs) Yeah, we left Durango, you know, wheels up, gas up, time to hit it 530 in the morning. And we got to our home in Oceanside at about six thirty. Six thirty Pacific seven, time. Yeah. Pacific time. We lost an hour driving back. So it's not like a five thirty to six thirty. It's really like a five thirty to about a seven thirty in terms of your body clock. Right. So about the drive's about a fourteen hour to do. And that's stopping to get food, stopping for gas, stopping for potty. I did want to say one thing. We went through a town called Quartzite. Mm-hmm. Quartzite? That's it. They must have good quartz there. <laughs> At one point. So here's the thing. As the minute we got off the freeway in this town, it's almost like the world flipped over and everyone was driving in the wrong direction. Everyone was going three miles an hour. It was the, the weirdest. The moon is always full. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was like. You got people just like wandering in the middle of the road. It was Like a busy so, road. And every gas station station was full or out of order. It was so strange. Anyway, the reason we got off is because we needed to get gas and we wanted to get McDonald's, which we hadn't had in how many years, you think? Can you, don't even know. Over five years. Yeah, and it'll be probably another five. Yeah, we hit our quota because it was kind of gross. We were so out of it, though. I we remember were so like, out of it. We were like in the drive-thru, and it's like, what do you want? I don't even know what I want. I just want like something I just want fries. I want a fry. I want a fry. <laughs> I just want something hot in my mouth to chew on. We had the wrong even, thing. I don't even care what it is. We ordered like half the food that we wanted to get. And it wasn't even what I and wanted. You just ordered for me. The, the girl <laughs> hurried us through the ordering process so quickly and we had just no energy. Yeah. That when she goes, okay, that'll be $9 at the window or like whatever it was, we kind of looked at each other kind of defeated and we're like, all right, well, I guess we're not going to get a McChicken. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay, well, I guess we are just getting I mean, that. We could have easily just been like, hey, can you add a such and such? And they would have been like, oh, yeah, of course. Of course. But just like her tone of, okay, blah, 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 first window. I was like, oh. And it wasn't even that busy either. All right, well, I guess we'll just, what did we even order? I don't even know. We got like a large, I think we got a Happy Meal. We got a. Ch- and a fry. Like, I'm embarrassed to say we got a Chicken McNugget Happy Meal with barbecue sauce, which came with like a cardboard toy that you had to put together yourself. What happened to the little Power Rangers and the Monopoly money? Yeah, the whistles. What happened to the 90s toys? Well, the Monopoly money wasn't a toy. That's like I a thought it was. Monopoly game. Oh, we used to get so many Monopoly stickers. Long story long, McDonald's, underwhelming. Underwhelming. And disappointed. You know, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. I mean, what did you expect? Grand 
I wanted like five star resort. Level I wanted Ronald to come food. out and you know give me a high five and then the Hamburglar to hook it up. <laughs> but nothing happened. Nothing happened. It's one of those towns where it's like dirt road and the only gas station is a Loves. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Everything's unfamiliar. Yeah. Yeah. It was just strange. I don't know why we pulled over. I don't know if it was Quartzsite, Arizona, or this California. This is what you do on a road trip, though. It's that mandatory. is road trip. It's that is that's what a road trip's all about. Now there are other things you can do on road trips. You can have certain locations already kind of dotted on the map that you know you're going to stop at, and they can make the trip a lot longer. Or you're just trying to streamline. I'm trying to get to, from point A to point B as fast as I can. Because when you're in the zone and you're driving, I mean, it takes so long to pull off. You think it's only a couple minutes to go pee pee, but <laughs> it's a big deal to slow down, yeah. pull off, park, pee pee. Now you get in, you go, you go do your duty. I don't know why I'm talking like that, but when you get back in the car and you get going, it takes a while to get back up to speed. I mean, it just it takes time. It yeah. throws your whole thing 10, out of whack. 15 minutes even. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, but. We saved money by not flying. Yeah. And the time that we spent in the car, we saw things that I'll never forget and that I've never seen before. So was it worth it? Yeah, I bet it. I I highly recommend that drive. It was gorgeous. And I know that a lot of you listening do live in the Southern California or Central California area. So I definitely suggest going towards Durango or staying in your Ray or staying in Telluride. They're all gorgeous mountain towns that aren't like anywhere else i've ever seen in our country rolling hills and mountains and valleys of nothing but green trees well at least this time of year green trees as far as the eye can yeah. see they're already starting to change color like a ever light so yellow subtly yeah. into like the autumn colors and very subtle talking to kyle and marissa it's like you can go on these drives where literally depending on the elevation it the seasons have started to change earlier so you can drive through these places where it's like bright bright green trees that then start the color starts fading like a palette into the lighter green into the yellow and then you know as the year goes on beyond i mean that's like it was so pretty it's like a cartoon yeah you know it's unreal and what what is life but not trying to experience stuff like that i think i agree and then in the winter time covered in snow whole area is going to be covered in snow so yeah. actually it's, it's kind of tough to so we kind of went around. at the perfect time because the weather was gorgeous and going out on the boat was perfect going jeeping off road that was like highlight one of the highlights there were so many highlights but i highly recommend colorado durango is in the southwestern corner and it's easy to get to and it's just a really cute town And I wanted to say really quick, another drive that we've done many times, and it's kind of a bucket list drive, is going from San Diego to Seattle. It's really cool. I mean, there's parts of it where it's a little boring, but you can take the coast. It would just take you a long time. It's a two-day drive, and in the middle of it... If you take I-5, it's two days. Yeah, if you take I-5, it's about a two-day drive, but what's great is halfway through the drive you're essentially in the bay area mm. that's like seven hours from san well, diego go... and then it's another 10 11 12 hours from the bay to seattle if so you it's take not, it's i5 if you take i5 from san diego to seattle you're going way out of the way to get to the bay area that's true 
So if you continue on and you go through Redding, Redding is the halfway point, and then a little bit past Redding, you hit the Shasta area, which is Lake Shasta, Mount Shasta, Town of Shasta. So many pretty things in there that area. There are so many things on the West Coast along the way. You could stop love it. at any one of those yeah. places. If you've never been to the Bay Area, it's a cool place to spend the night. Yep. You know, food, culture, the whole bit. But then, yeah, that whole coast, the Oregon coastline is Kills green me. hills that'll blow your mind. Washington, you can drink the tap water. Oh, it's so pretty. You know, California, you got to stretch a desert and farm where, you know, it's, it is what it is. But then you get yeah. this, the Southern California and it's just picture it, the Highway 1. Yeah. Or south of the Bay, the Highway 1 in the Santa Cruz area. That's a whole nother bucket list Monterey, area. Yeah, the Monterey. So we got so much beautiful Such stuff. That's, pretty roads. The lesson for me in this whole trip was trying to plan another trip, you know, where there's more right. more action on the road. Why not? I want to do a road trip in Europe, and I would also love to do a road trip in New Zealand and also on the East Coast. I would love to go from, like, New York to Maine well, in yeah. the summer. There I think that would be Bangor, gorgeous. Bangor, Maine. Get some lobster rolls. Or even, like, early fall. That would be so... Oh, I just I've thought about that for a long time. And okay, can we just throw in really quick the kind of snacks that we brought on the trip? Of course. So recently I was introduced to Perfect Bar and they have these little perfect bites that I have to tell you about. And I've been addicted. I almost killed the the last bucket that was in the fridge. Did you see that? Yeah, you ate the whole thing. (laughs) There's like two left. I know. Watch out. I thought it was a candy. I didn't even know it was an actual like thing you just eat it's, it's like it's essentially a protein bar that's like cut into little bite-sized pieces I those are just like little cookie pieces no they, well they that's because they taste like cookie dough they taste really good but it's not empty calories at all they're full of nutrition and protein they're so good so those are called perfect bites by perfect bar and then we also brought perfect bars on the trip in our little cooler thing we brought Lacroix. we brought chips we brought you know the plantain chips the jerk seasoning plantain chips peanut butter filled pretzels oh yeah gummy bears what else peanut butter puffs reese's pieces i ended up getting gummy bears on the way home pepperoncini kettle chips oh yeah that was a nice try yeah that was a nice try probably you know probably won't might be a one and done yeah maybe run and done yeah fun fun (laughs) chips not they're not they're nothing like a good sun chip oh man we didn't get those but god i wish does that about wrap her up? I think so. I mean, wrap her up all about going on a road trip, we went on one and we just kind of talked about what we did while we did it. Yeah. <laughs> Biggest takeaway for you, main man Bennett, need to go on more of them. Me too. It's a, you know, the, the time factor, it is kind of a balancing act for sure because you're going to spend a lot of time in the road. Yeah. Or not in the road, but on the road, uh, in the car, on the road. So, yeah, it's just if you have the money to fly and you can pay for more time, then I kind of lean towards that. I say it depends on the drive and if you want to see the drive. That's the that's the key part, though. Yeah. Is if you're doing a road trip, the probably the key component here, my takeaway is you got to have things to see along the way and you got to be patient. Yeah. You got to have it timed out where it's not just 100 percent. OK, I got to get from here to here. You got to have some time set aside to stop and smell the proverbial 
roses along the way, as they say. The Mexican hat, if you will. So another point to make is that you'll save money when you get to your destination if you would have needed a rental car. That is true. That is true. But then there's also the wear and tear on your car. That's true also. Yeah. Speaking of which, got to make an appointment for the old Toyota. Got to change the oil. (laughs) There you go. Check your tires, guys. Make sure they're nice and full and chunky. I will say that this episode of the All About It podcast is brought to you by the Ariel Vey Print Shop. Currently offering a 20% off discount code to our All About It listeners with code ALLABOUTIT at checkout. That is crazy. We don't do 20% off the shop ever, except for Black Friday weekend. But we had an idea that we want to start illustrating to our great fans and friends. 20% off, code all about it, have at it. It's good for the rest of your life. Spread the word. Spread the word. Get it for your mom, your brother and sister, your dog and your cat. If you don't have a dog or cat. uh, Call me. uh, Yeah, we can get you one. (laughs) We can get you one. And they love art, baby. Especially 20% (laughs) off. Code all about it at the Ariel Vey print shop. Build at Ariel Vey. Dot com. Was that, does that work for you? Does that work for you? Okay. Hey, how about that? I'm Ben J. Roberts on the Instagram. We have Ariel Vey on Instagram. That's All about me. it podcast at gmail.com. Hey, thanks for listening. And if you have a moment, feel free to give us a rating or review, review. on iTunes. And we love you and we will catch you. Five stars you. only. Motorcycle thinks so. <laughs> Appreciate you. Until I am next so time. so bad. Bye.